You're listening to Vincenzo Landino on the Brand Boost Podcast, powered by Zoom. Welcome to the Brand Boost Podcast. Vincenzo Landino here from Columbus, Ohio today. Actually, I've been in Columbus, Ohio for the past month. I'll be here for another month or so with my fiance as we launch her book, Vlog Like a Boss, Amy Schmittauer, her first book. Very excited, very, very excited. I'll put some links in the notes for you to check out. Comes out January 31st, so we've been rocking and rolling with that all month. Excited to uh, to launch that later this month. You know, I talked to, I had an amazing guest on, Kathy Clotes guest. She was uh, absolute joy. Her book had had just come out at the time. And during that podcast, we talked about creating a piece of co-created content. I wasn't sure what to think, but okay, could be interesting. And, you know, you have to try everything once in a while. I mean, Kathy's a rock star. She's hysterical, super smart. And, uh, you know, her book is all about uh, creating kick-ass marketing content through improv. So we we decided to improv a blog article. During the podcast, we chatted a little bit about marketing happy days, jumping the shark, uh, how human is still an important word, but it's also kind of ironically become one of these buzzwords that no one wants to hear anymore. Authenticity, human. Uh, and how really marketers need to think like improvisers. And the central tenet of an improviser is yes and. It's how an improviser builds a scene. It means that you accept a statement made to you and that you add on to the idea so that you're co-creating with a purpose. I'd like to think I'm a pretty good improviser. Uh, I know Kathy is the improv queen. So we wrote some content called the 10 Brand Commandments. Before we get to that, uh, the 10 brand commandments. I want to say Kathy believes that the power of improv is the wave of the future for marketers. And I couldn't be, I couldn't agree you know, any more with that. Every marketer, business person should take some sort of improv class. Uh, during our chat, we had, you know, again, it was a great conversation and we talked about doing this uh, collaborative effort. Uh, we ended up talking for like another 30 minutes about how this is the way to create content. It's through improv, through collaboration. You know, it's it's re- relinquishing control and allowing, uh, you know, allowing content to create itself through uh, yes anding each other. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to actually go through the 10 brand and content commandments that we created. And then, then you know what? I would love to hear from you all on what your thoughts are. Commandment number one, the customer always has the final word on the brand. It doesn't matter what you say about your brand or products. If your customers aren't happy or advocating for you, you have nothing. How true that is in today's content environment. We have so much content at our disposal. We can... We can look up anything at any time. I would prefer that brands created content that was easy to watch or listen to and easy to consume. And if I liked them, I probably will become a consumer because I like the content they're putting out. It talks to me. What many brands don't realize is that their customers have a profile. Their audience has a an avatar, right? 
You're speaking to a specific person. And when you understand who you're speaking to, that's how you can create content. The content doesn't always have to be the product or service you offer because when it creates conversations, you're you're really creating a community that wants to be involved with you. And from that, they may buy your products or they're more likely to buy your products and services. Great content comes from saying yes and to customers. Great content starts and never ends. It just evolves. An example of that is a great piece of content that would be created around customers' passions. And that that can be the beginning of a powerful story or a, a serial storytelling. Yes, anding is an ongoing process. It's a mentality. It's the way marketing should operate. Yes, anding doesn't end. If everybody is actively listening and looking to add value, they will add to the conversation. Great content comes from saying yes and to great employee and partner ideas, to ideas that come outside of just marketing or inside the organization. Employees that are closest to the customer and working on day-to-day brand details, they have the best story ideas. They're the ones that interface with the customers consistently, empowering those employees to tell their stories and saying yes and will create more sales. It's really a no-brainer. The employees that you have in the trenches daily are the ones that understand who your brand is trying to talk to the best. Why not use them to tell your story, your brand story, your customer's story? Because I guarantee you if one customer has that story, there's many others that will have the same story. Also, the concept of all employees having a story to tell is nothing new. But the fact that all employees can be storytellers is. And really, employees can be the best brand champions. You don't think that the CEO of a big company has a great rags to riches type story, do you? Or or that only the CEO has that great rags to riches story, right? I mean, there are in some brands, tens of thousands of people that have rags to riches stories. One show that I watch quite often actually is um, The Undercover Boss. And we see, and, and you know, maybe it's, you could argue that a lot of it is made for TV and whatnot, but you see very often in these large companies that there are numerous individuals within these brands that have great stories. It could be the girl working behind the counter at Chipotle at the register or the, the person that's, you know, making your hamburger at a you know, at a fast food restaurant, whatever it is, and they all have these stories. I mean, it's incredible to hear the stories that we hear um, when we talk to our employees. But you have to empower them. And if you don't empower your best advocates, it's a huge mistake. These people are the human face and the lifeblood of your company. Customers trust them. And they also trust people that appear to be like them. It's the they're like me effect. Often times, if not most or all of the times, people don't relate to a brand, a logo. They relate to someone within the brand, good or bad. 
the next time you have a negative experience with American Airlines, someone at the ticket counter, and by the way, I love American Airlines, the first person you're going to blame or the first entity you're going to blame is not the person at the counter, but it's going to be the brand. But it's because of a human interaction. So likewise, in the other way, if you have a positive experience with someone at the ticket counter at American Airlines, you're going to love the brand. And so that's where you as a brand, that's where you as a marketer or publisher need to understand creating those or empowering employees can only make you look good as a brand. Marketing also should make others look good. It really always should make others look good. Um, There is an improv corollary, shocking here, called make your partner look good. This mentality, though, has kind of disappeared in the selfie era. But good marketing has to listen to what customers and employees want and then deliver on those things, putting your marketing ego aside. Because really, it doesn't matter what you want to jam down people's throats. If it doesn't work, it doesn't matter how much you you get paid to create that idea. So you need to make everyone look good across the board. You need to allow, you need to make your customer look good. You need to make your employees look good. And again, that is directly correlated to improv, making your partner look good. Also, marketing's job is to bring the best stories to light wherever they come from. By allowing the best content to come to light, rather than control it, you're creating value. And by doing this, marketing creates brand value rather than being a bottleneck or a cost center. Um, It doesn't, if you step back and you understand that a story can come from anywhere, doesn't matter if it's the janitor in your company or if it's the customer that spends the smallest amount of money with you ever, maybe it's a one-time customer. If you utilize their stories and understand that they have great stories, you need to bring them to light. Super, super important for brands to understand. A strong brand trusts the best employees to represent it because without them, there is no brand. Great brands trust people because that's what engages people, other people. It's pretty simple. It's a pretty simple concept. Sorry, got a little tongue-tied. So a strong brand is allowing themselves to be represented by others, other people, humans. A strong brand also lets go of total control because creating content with others makes it better. The reason that Kathy and I wrote this piece together is because it was better with two points of view and ideas being tossed around. In turn, that content is better for you, the reader, the listener, the viewer. You've opened up your world to two different perspectives rather than just one, and it's a win-win-win. A brand must also evolve to be better by showing how it can help. In my professional opinion, this is something that brands are missing. It's time to go beyond saying that you care about your customers, but you have to prove it by actually giving a shit. How does a brand give a shit? Employees need to empower, culture needs to shift, change, change, change. It's imminent. To many people, they're going to say, oh, that's a millennial mindset. Maybe, but it's time that we consider it to be the only mindset. 
Change is the only mindset. Change isn't the millennial mindset. Okay? Um, if anyone knows me, I'm the least millennial millennial out there. Um, take that for what you wish. Take that for what you may think it may be. But really, um, change is something that if we embrace, we'll make our brand better, we'll make our employees better, we'll make our customers better. Uh, the only thing that is, the only, the only constant is change. We've heard that adage before, and it's so true. Things are always changing around us. The last time I did a solo podcast, only a couple months ago, about live video or about, um, you know, the, the social and digital landscape, it was totally different than it is today. And it's constantly changing. So we need to understand that change is coming. Change is always coming. It's like winter in Game of Thrones. It's always coming. A great brand also isn't afraid to embrace its imperfection. It's got to know what mistakes it it makes. It's got to stop being perfect. Customers already know you're not perfect. And the good news here is that they don't expect you to be. Perfect doesn't exist. Real brand content that talks about mistakes and missteps and being human is way better than content that never shows any vulnerability, humor, personality. If a brand wants to be human, right, because that's the goal now, like let's be human and authentic, well, then you have to be it consistently. You you, you have to, can't just talk it. You have to walk it. So I ask you, what can you do better by co-creating with your employees, customers, and partners? Would love to hear your thoughts. Feel free to tweet at me, at Vincenzo Landino. Let me know what you think you can do better through co-creation, through improv, and yes, and. And I will take comments into the next episode. We'll discuss them here live. Maybe I will bring somebody on live to discuss, uh, depending on how many of you respond That's at Vincenzo Landino on the Twitter. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, ciao. This has been a VincenzoLandino.com production. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the Brand Boost podcast, please give us a rating, write a review, or subscribe. Head on over to BrandBoostCast.com forward slash subscribe.